Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Bound up, no, now, now, over do da da do dee da do 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 whoops whoopsies where did it go whoops whoops whoopsies where what did it go down around the corner down around the store down around the corner in that old liquor store boom 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 ba ah ooh ah ah ooh ah ah ooh no ah ah ooh ah ah ooh ah ah ooh yeah. It's me, T.J. Miller. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, I, you know, I, uh, this isn't even one of the podcasts. First of all, happy Valentine's Day. But I wanted to record this. I'm, I have a very special day tonight. It's a blind day. I met the lady on perfectmatch.org. And I guys have visited that one, but I find it to be much superior to Match.com, because Match.com, sometimes you get a match, you're settling, it's not quite what you want it to be, she's only got one arm, and you know the other arm is a leg, that sort of thing, and um, but I went on PerfectMatch.com, it's always it's a perfect match every time, guaranteed, same people that own Men's Warehouse, same exact people, word for word, letter for letter, in their names, exact same people, and I went on, I signed up, and I got really excited because I found somebody that likes a lot of the same things I like, actually likes every single thing that I like and dislikes every single thing that I dislike. It's got to be a perfect match or they don't let you meet. I found my mate. It only took, I think, three days, actually. And I was lonely. It was before Valentine's Day. My uh, my dead ex-girlfriend, Poonton, or whatever her name was. Prudy, I used to call her. Now I call her No Thanks. Uh, the state confiscated her body because she'd been dead and I've been living with a dead corpse. I don't know. It's a bunch of fucking legal jargon. Anyway, point is, was looking to get a little piece of the action and found a perfect match. She goes by Lady C. <laughs> I'm excited to see what the C stands for. I think it's for Kajina. So, uh, you know, I wanted to sort of secretly record the meeting, as I always do whenever I have any first date, so as if any legal charges are brought against me later on that I 
uh, engage in frauderism, which is the touching of strangers in public places, rubbing up against them. Uh, if they do accuse me of doing that to other strangers, well, hey, what do you say? You know, uh, you show them the tape. So I got this tape, and she's gonna she's gonna be coming in here just about any minute now. And I gotta say, I'm really excited. So oh, uh, that happened. It happened just as I took a pause after saying that it was gonna happen. That it's unbelievable. Okay, now everybody listening, be very quiet because a we don't want her to hear you, and b it's impossible for her to hear you. This is a recording of the past that you're listening to now. Come on in. What? Hey, Hi. TJ. Hey, I'm just I'm just That's about to meet a girl here. Oh, that's so weird! I was about yeah. to meet one too. This is this is so weird. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I'm on this. I'm on this new uh, uh, website where I can meet like a perfect match for me. Me Don't too. Tell my I wife did the same thing. No, no, I would wife. never tell your wife. Okay, so it's so weird. I was going to meet this person. Apparently, this girl I'm about to meet, we have the exact same interests. Like really? totally, yeah, identical. And she's completely like, compatible with it. And then we dislike the same things. Well, we both like uh, pina coladas, uh, getting caught in the rain. Me too. I just... Yoga well, and health food. We don't, yeah. you know, we love champagne. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is so weird, but I also... Those are the same things that the girl that I'm meeting... Uh, you know, I met her on a site, perfectmatch.org, and we have the same... I mean, uh, you know, some of those likes are our likes. I mean, obviously, you and I both like pina coladas. And yeah, getting caught in the rain. But, you know, I, I actually, this girl said she loved getting caught in the rain, and I was like, okay, yeah, but I, I prefer to go out in the rain of my own volition rather than being caught in it. Right, yeah, yeah. Because what is it catching you doing? Yeah, it's, that struck me, too. I've been caught uh, masturbating in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> by the rain. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. But when it's a warm rain, it's a smooth orgasm. Yeah, you know, sure that's what is. my grandpappy always used to say. Yeah. What do they call that? What do they call that with the, the orgasm in the rain? Um, hmm. I call that a sprinkler release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, this is so weird. I mean, I, I kind of feel like, hey, well... I went under the name uh, uh, Lady C. I was Wait, kind of what was a the website? joke. It was did kind of a on, joke. You didn't go on perfectmatch.org, did you? Yeah. You went as Lady C? Well, no, yeah, it was kind of a joke. I mean, you, there was a. it was obvious I was a guy because I was in the guy section. Oh it was God. sort of like I was trying to sort of appeal to the the girls that wanted more yeah, sure, I don't know, I, sensitive guys. I can't guy. believe this is happening. But like I, a more sensitive guy, so I just called myself Lady C. But I didn't, you know. God damn it. What? And I'm sure you're here. Looking to meet with a young woman named Far Carter. Far Carter. Oh my God. Yeah, that's my username. You're Far Carter? Yeah, and I was going as a lady also to kind of make a joke like, hey, what if I really was a lady? Uh, I'm in the ladies section God. using a name that is clearly not real. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Far Carter? Far Carter! Oh. Didn't he? It was all in caps. I noticed. It's meant to be yelled. I knew I should have never look. I didn't. I, there was no picture, but I just, I really just fell for all. Well, there was no things. picture, but I, I put up a GIF that had you know, it's me, T.J. Miller, spelled out over and over again. I didn't see that part. All I saw was just how much you know, getting caught in the rain meant to you, and the the, the, the you know, like pina coladas. This is great. So that means that there's I no girl knew. coming. Was that? I never knew. Uh, that you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain. <laughs> it's just, it turns to falsetto within seconds after it begins. Hey, let's go to the Cape. Let's go to the dunes of the Cape. 
I can't believe this is happening. You're the friend I'm looking for. Come with me and escape. You want to... Oh, I thought you were really asking me to kill Hey, you. while we're here, let's do a Valentine's Day episode. You know, I, I wasn't going to tell Lady C this, obviously, yeah. until I knew it was you, but I'm actually recording this right now. Oh, well, let's get... To, you know what, buddy? Let's do a Valentine's Day episode. This actually makes me feel good. We've been doing this podcast together. I know you've been a guest of mine for... You know, two or three times now, and it's great that we get along. I don't think we should be embarrassed. We have the exact same interests when we met on a dating site. But now should we be embarrassed that we were both impersonating women on the dating site? Well, that's a part that I wish we didn't have on the air, but we can cut that out, you know? <laughs> let's cut it out and get it started. All right, buddy. You know Happy how we Valentine's usually start? Thanks, buddy. Have it. Let's do the Valentine's Day edition, and let's kick it off with the Triple, triple Banger, banger lightning, lightning Round. round. Uh, triple Banger uh, Lightning Round. Question one, Valentine's Day edition. I love you, Cash. I love you, too, Will buddy. you be my Valentine? I, I will. I mean, we really have no choice at this point. We have no choice. <laughs> we kinda, I snuck away. I don't know how you got out of your house, but I snuck away uh, just because I thought I, maybe. Uh, I burrowed a hole into the ground and dug my way out of the house. <laughs> and all the doors were open. Uh, I don't know why I did that. Triple Banger Lightning Round, question one. Uh, they have water births, right? Water births for babies. Uh, would you rather have a, uh, if you were to be born, would you rather have a jello birth, a pudding birth, or a jamba birth with extra immunity boost? <laughs> I like jamba birth. <laughs> yeah, I know. But also, so pudding cut. would be terrifying. Uh, that would be scary. You'd immediately feel like you were drowning in mucus. Yeah, I know. You already, and, then, and then the first one was what? Uh, a jello birth. I think that'd be kind of fun. Jello birth is fun. You can kind of see through it. You're still going to die. Jiggly but the birth. Jamba, I like the jamba birth with an immunity boost. First of all, going to help your immunity in general. Second of all, give me that peach pleasure. <laughs> Love the way it tastes. Anything with the apricot juice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, 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 no. And the immunity could be useful. You'd probably Maybe be get immune get a protein the rest boost of your life. also. Yeah, you could probably get that. They'd probably, uh, uh, I don't know, do the bell. You know, they do the tip bell. I'd have a tip jar right there. <laughs> if you're... If you are a midwife, I think that's a practical living in the modern age. Actually, we're going to talk about that later. Okay, yeah. I think if you're a midwife, have a tip jar. In fact, let's do the triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two, two, two. Number midwives, two. Midwives. Yeah. The life coach of baby giving. I mean, if anything bad happens, they just want to take you to the hospital. Like, they don't really... Just like with life coaches, they're like, do, 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 I think we need to see a therapist about this. Like, they, don't, they pretty much just pawn it off. Anything. I mean, they're not midwives. What are they doing? I, I don't have immunity boost right there. I guess I'm going to answer your question with another question, which is midwife. Shouldn't you be able to have midway sex? Mm. Can't you just put uh, the middle part of your penis in... She is your wife. She's mid... She's between you and the wife. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that she's midwife. She's between the wife. She's almost your wife. She's your midwife. The midwife. So is it okay to have sex with a midwife? Yeah. Is it? If you, if you only do it in the middle, yeah. <laughs> I think you only do it halfway. <laughs> yeah, is a midwife a halfway doctor? I, I don't know. You're saying if things... you just put the tip in a midwife? Yeah, is that okay? Or is it sort of, if if you've got a midwife... Yeah. Should you be, you know, if you want to touch your, your wife's breast during childbirth, do you touch the midwife's breast and then have her touch your wife's breast? Mm, sort of a, a conduit. Yeah. Yeah. 
And also, I, I like whenever I've had a child using a midwife, I talk to my wife only through the midwife. Yeah, she's so like, like can you tell her keep you know keep staying strong, yeah. keep pushing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then she'll say, can you tell him just to talk directly to me? And and the midwife will go, just talk directly to her. And I'll be like, you know what? I can hear her. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to tell me. Tell her I can hear her. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round, round question, question number three. three, three, three. Yeah, I've had a lot of kids die. Well, that's this Stillborn. next. This topic is perfect for you. Uh, the uh, Valentine's Day baby edition. Uh, so romantic. Would you rather have your wife go into labor at REI, Bed Bath and Beyond, or Curves? Uh, they, both, they all have their advantage. Curves would be more fun. And a lot of women there. And they're all moving around. I'm going, my wife's getting way less curvy by the second. <laughs> the curve on the front is there's becoming mirrors, line. There's, yeah. there's mirrors. There's there's. there's no, I think you want Bed Bath & Beyond. You got everything you need. You got you mops, got buckets, tongs. Tongs. You have food. An alarm clock. Pieces of art. Generic pieces of art. $25 paintings. But if it's a really... Physical birth. Yeah. Couldn't you make a case for REI? I mean, you've got ropes. You've got tether. You've if that got, baby is dropping out from the edge of a cliff. What are those And clips? it needs to belay down into the nurse's <laughs> arms. I choose REI. That's right. I mean, there's something to be said for it. You've got very tough fabric that could never be... Uh, uh, your snowsuit. Armed. So you, a snow all, you can, gets you can wash off the afterbirth when it sprays all over You've you. You've got sleeping bags. Ooh, I like those. You've got camelbacks for water. You could have like a little water system right put into it. Put baby her. formula in that. Just duct tape it to your kid. Got a lot of food. Throw them in a canoe. Put on some snowshoes and have a difficult time getting out of REI. And you've got maps to get that baby over the border right after it's born. <laughs> I mean, you could put that baby in a baby sack and get it out of there, camouflage it with different hats and outfits, and get it out so that you can sell it quickly. You're making a good case for REI, <laughs> but not a very good okay. case. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're going to move it along to Where Were You? Do we have a song for that? Why do we not have a song for this? I, I would love if any of the listeners would like to make a song for it. Yeah, the Where Were You song. Let's do a Where Were You sweepstakes. Ooh. Yeah. Winner gets a free baby that's been taken over the border after its birth in REI. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually, I had time. I've been in town. I was in town this weekend for the first time in about five weeks. And I was able to read the newspaper. And I read the craziest article about this lady, this is for the Valentine's Day edition. I thought it'd be perfect. Yeah. This lady was dating this man. She found out he was married. This was in 1958. She found out he was married. She broke up with him. He said, If you don't continue to date me, I'm going to harm you. She said, I don't care. He then sent somebody to her house who threw acid on her face. He went to jail for 17 years. When he got out, he, he had written her letters every day for 17 years. She married him, and they, had, yeah. they got married for 27 years. Did she still have acid face? She did. She had a, a, her eye. She lost an eye, and she had acid face. I don't know if that's the technical jargon for it. I think it, it is. It's not what they would call it at REI. Yeah, it's a congenital disease. You're born with acid face. <laughs> acid face. Uh, you know, and a, it's, that's, it's better than ass face. Yeah. 
I, uh, Better than math face. Oh, just it's filled true. with numbers. I'm glad, I'm glad you said math that. Face. I was I actually, my friend I and I came up with a, with a, with a, um, a show, a monthly show called Math Face. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. It's a great title. Yeah, it's good. So, so anyway, they, uh, they, so, so, uh, uh, so Valentine's anyway. Day edition. So back to uh, acid. So base. the weird thing is she dated him and then he, she ended up, or she ended up having some heart problems. She went to the hospital towards the end of her life and, uh, he managed to start going out with somebody else cheating on her. Uh. And then he threatened that the next woman that he was cheating on her with was the same thing. I'm going to harm you if you leave me. And then the original woman, the acid face, testified on his behalf, said he's a good guy, wouldn't have done that. No. Yeah. And then she, now this is the it's sad. It's an acid face this, infinite loop. The sad, start of the, for, the sad part of the story is that the lady died. Because the acid died. face hasn't been that sad so far. <laughs> That was fine. That she died. Being, she died. She died from what? She died recently. Like, that's why it was in the paper. They were telling her story. She died. But they were married 27 years. She thought it was a happy marriage. Now, my question to you is, on Valentine's Day, is this romantic or is this a romantic story? Is there something romantic about a guy saying, I will throw acid in your face if you don't date or you don't marry me? He did end up marrying her. I... He, so he left his wife that he was with while he was cheating on her and throwing acid on her I face? think that the 17 years in prison probably broke up that first marriage. And that's why, you know... You broke really, up my marriage. I mean, it breaks up, up a lot of marriages. Yeah, it broke up my marriage. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I throw acid into any girl's face, even if we're not dating. If I just meet him, first thing I go, hey, if you don't end up dating me, I will harm you. No, I, that's crazy. He I mean, has a problem. I don't and think that's she love. she has a problem, too. I don't too. think threatening somebody is, is love. And she has a problem, too. But she did know that he thought about her for 17 years and that he wasn't going to judge her uh, lost eye because he knew it was his fault. So I think they, they were speculating that she sort of you know, could trust him in a, in a weird way because she knew that he still loved her even though she was disfigured. Yeah. Because apparently she was really beautiful when she was younger. And so he got out, and uh, you know he had been that. You know, it, that's it's less really of a weird love story. triumphs overall, yeah, and more of a two so. sick people. It's two sick people doing story. It. It's a bad story. Who's throwing? Where are you getting the acid? Well, it was a it was a um, a UPS guy who acted like a UPS guy really? that did it. He hired someone to do it. I don't know what kind of job that is. And what happened to that? That's guy? not a job where the guy goes same shit, different day. <laughs> hey, what'd you do tonight? Hey, I threw some more. Uh, the group was called, uh, the stuff was called Lye, L-Y-E. Is that acid? Uh, I just assume it is. It, yeah, it's not really. It's, it's, is it's powder. It, uh, it's pretty bad. But why is, who is hiring someone? Who's doing that? Uh, also, don't open the door for a UPS. Just use FedEx. This is why. <laughs> what can Brown do for you? It'll throw acid in your face. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think it's romantic either, but I thought I'd throw it out there on Valentine's Day. Like a bucket of lie well, right on the face of the listener. I think just if you're in a relationship or not, I think you can feel good about either of your states considering that that relationship was out there. You're doing better that's, than that. That's they are. another thing. I, I you're doing wonder, better than that. Maybe this is a practical living in the modern age, or is this an essential question, which is if we could, I'll, I'll frame it as an essential question. If we could frame everything in our lives as it could be worse rather than it could be better, which we're taught by sort of capitalist consumer culture, mm-hmm. no big deal, still love it. Just had McDonald's, real sad about it. Uh, you know, would we be happier people? 
Because so often, you know, somebody who's listening right now is like, God, you know, so-and-so's girlfriend never does this. Or some girl's like, I hate that guy. He's such a jerk. You know, he, he always he won't listen to me. He doesn't pick up, you know, he doesn't pick up his shoes. He always leaves his shoes around. And the question is, but yeah, but is he throwing acid on your face? He's not throwing acid on your face. And if he is, would he write you every day from prison? Yeah. You know, I Or would he say he got a hand cramp? He I'm having right tonight. I'm having some uh, some physical problems we've talked about. You know, I've been yeah. going to some different doctors. What There's hurts? Some weird stuff going on. What hurts? Yeah, a lot of stuff. We might talk about it. It's not a Valentine's Day topic, but it is easy for me as is the pain I'm in over this kind of stuff that's been going on with me. It is easy for me to look at some of these military guys who have lost limbs, that kind of shit. And you're like, this is I'm still walking around. I could still swim. Yeah. You know, I could still do some things. And uh, you and I don't have acid uh, in my face. You don't have acid face, and you're not married to the guy who <laughs> threw acid on your yeah, face. Yeah, that's a bad situation to be in. Where yeah. were you, buddy? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I just um, I was in New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, it was uh, it was great. I love the Big Apple, the large apple, the city that rarely sleeps. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sleep. Went and saw music play. Yeah, on Broad Street. Yeah, I love mean, it. A play that involved music. No, it was a it was all atonal. But <laughs> you know, I, I, I like New York, and I think I would be happier if I lived in New York. Really, I've always thought that. Huh. I, I see you as as more of a rugged outdoorsman. Well, that's because every week I go into the mountains and kill a lion. You're, but you're from the you're from the you're you're from where the beauty starts, as far as I'm concerned. And I know I this agree. is going to piss some people off, but there's there's nothing on the east that can rival the beauty uh, of Denver and west of Denver. I, yeah. it, that's where it starts. That's where you get the Grand Canyon. That's where you get Montana, which is an entire state filled with just awe-inspiring beauty. That's where you get uh, uh, the most spectacular ocean you can find. That's where you get, um, you know, uh, Yellowstone, you know, uh, Glacier National Park. I mean, there's, it's, it's endless. The Grand Tetons. Well, I agree you with get everything. wholeheartedly. Right? Zion Tetons National Forest. Yeah, I don't know Zion what Grand Tetons forest. is. I don't think that's it. Zion National I was going to let forest. it go, but then That's you... where you get Bakersfield. <laughs> it's not a... Come on. Have you been to Bakersfield it's in California, on, a, on a Saturday afternoon? I went on a Friday, and it was terrible. <laughs> it really lights somebody up on threw, Saturday. Somebody threw acid in my face. <laughs> All I'm saying is, although there's some beauty on the East Coast, like Vermont's quite beautiful, it's a pleasant beauty. The West Coast gives you stunning beauty. Yeah. It's there hard to mountains. believe. Yosemite, it is hard to believe say, it exists. People say, oh, you know, I love going to upstate New York to see the leaves turn. Yeah. I'm like, hey, dick yeah. faces. Yeah. Hey, dick face. Go to, hey, math face. Hey, math dick. <laughs> go, go to the Rocky Mountains and look at the trees changing there one time, and every single time you'll go to upstate New York, you'll be like, oh, this yeah, is- the leaves are different. Yeah. Yeah, this is horseshit. That's what you'll Purple say. Purple Mountain Majesty did not get written in yeah. Burlington. Yeah. Your leaves embarrass us. That's a goddamn coat factory. And you know your coat factory is too big of a closet (laughs) when they're making coats. If you've got a Burlington coat factory in your closet, your closet is a retail outlet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you have a factory at all in your closet. You don't want to have even a small factory, 15, 20 workers. That is too big of a closet. Yeah. I think now the, the listeners, uh, all 12 and a half, they're worried we're going to 
now close out every episode with 20 minutes of closet jokes. And we will. If there's a men's warehouse in your closet and some and you're saying, is this I guarantee it. Is, is, is the guy saying, is this, you say to the, the manager there, is this closet bigger than this men's warehouse? And he goes, I guarantee it. Well, your closet's too big. Let's move along to a central question of human nature. Essentially, this is Essential Questions of Human Nature. We were talking about babies, and uh, why do people uh, brag about having no drugs during their delivery? A lot of women will brag they're not going to have any drugs. These are the same people who do a lot of drugs during conception. Like, uh, my wife has a couple friends, very nice people, that are very... You know, they really are prone to smoking marijuana and doing different drugs, which is fine. I'm not judging that. And then, you know, one of them had a baby recently. She bragged she did it without drugs. It's like, well, this is the one time you can have drugs and really feel pretty damn good about it. And she bragged that she was, oh, I, I did it naturally. Yeah, but you, you're you not experiencing life naturally. You're right, wasted exactly. all the time. Why is that? I don't know. I, I think people like I come to, to you. Yeah, I know <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> the horse's mouth. Uh, you know, it's. I don't know. Pe- people have a real. It's. It's a weird. You know, we went through this drug culture phenomenon in the seventies, right? And then in the eighties, everybody was drinking and doing drugs. And uh, and then after that, you know, I guess there's a lot of cocaine in the the eighties, but. You know, before that, the fifties and sixties, people were drinking a lot of you know, you know, alcohol, a lot of it, and people just used to drugs used to be a part of life. They just were a thing that you did to handle adulthood. Life is so awful that it was totally understandable. The guys would be like, oh, you know, he has a he has a, a woman would be like, you know, he's, he's a real tough time. He drinks. You know, he's prone to drinking. And that would just be a thing that happened to a lot you're of people. Right. Now was, it's like you're an alcoholic. Yeah, you need right. to go. You need to see somebody. You need to get something there was, done. There was acceptable alcoholism. Yeah. yeah. And there's acceptable drug use. And now I feel like people, not only is it not acceptable, people really want to lord that, the fact that they're sober over other people. I find it very, it's very strange. You know, and that, that's, that's actually, that's like bragging about one day of sobriety. If somebody came up to you and was like, hey, I didn't have alcohol on Thursday, and I had a really tough meeting in the afternoon, you're like, I don't give a shit. Get away from me. Get out of my closet. This is my home. You know? And and, and so that, that that's a weird thing, too, right? Isn't that basically what she's doing? I find it just as, I'm really happy for you if you're eight years sober. But if you say it in a shitty way, it's like, okay, or, yeah, congratulations. Or also, you just couldn't handle your shit. Yeah, I know. Which is okay too, but don't brag that you now can by going and meeting at coffee shops with other people and chain smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee to an addictive level, and say, you know, I actually, oh, you know, or like you offer somebody a drink, you go, okay, you want a drink? I, I've been sober. I actually, I'm sober. Yeah, why not say no? Okay, we yeah, gotta remind us of your <laughs> right. Yeah, it, 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 you people, were the one that couldn't handle it. Yeah, people yeah, don't. People in the don't, first place. People don't go to me. They don't go. Hey, uh, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I, just, I was going to do what it. It was going to be so bad. Let me tell you what it's going to be. I was going to go. Uh, people don't go to me. Hey, TJ, do you want to? Are you, you going to drive home? And I say, No, I'm too drunk to drive home. <laughs> 
Uh, by this time of night, I'm always too because that, that doesn't work. But I think it's more like this. <laughs> just yeah, that analogy, analogy didn't quite, didn't, didn't didn't quite work as well. I wish I it did. Do you ever do that? Do you ever quarter yourself yeah, an analogy? Someone yeah, goes, you do. Someone goes, you know, I, actually, this, uh, this whole house is about 300 it. square feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then I go, you know what? I don't need to hear how much square feet. I didn't ask you. That would be like me coming in and being like, hey, I got a bunch of old inflatable water tubes yeah. in my garage. Yeah. And and, uh, and do you want to know about them? You know, yeah, yeah. just get it out of my closet. I don't want to hear about how big your closet is. Yeah, here's how my bad analogies start. I'll go. You wouldn't see a tiger, do you? Wouldn't see. And I don't know what a tiger <laughs> do. I don't even know what a tiger do, does. So it's a stupid way to start the analogy. You you wouldn't see a tiger drinking um, milk a- alcohol milk? from a tree. You wouldn't see that, you know. It's and then surprising. I slink away. The last time you slinked away from me, myself in the face. I didn't know that you punched yourself. The last time you slunk away from me, self-flagellation. I self-flagellate myself. You self-flagellate. That's when you bend yourself in half and fart in your own face. Self-flagellation. Self. That should be a catchphrase. Yeah. Speaking of catchphrases, uh, drunkle is. I assume that's yours. Drunkle. The what inebriated brother or brother-in-law of someone's parent. A drunkle. Oh, like a drunk uncle, yeah. Yeah, these are uh, uh, cashphrases.org. I enjoy these so much. I, me too. These, these give me so it's much. It's very nice of you guys um, to do that. Euthanism. Do you know what that is? A euthanism. Uh, that's it's when a, you kill someone. That's a euth. Like, now that's a euphemism regarding euthanasia. <laughs> I want to put these in my book. I'm going to have to get clearance from the fellow that does them. But it's cashphrases.org. Well, I think if you submit a catchphrase, know that it might be in the book, and know that it might be your little yeah. piece of immortality. Cupcake minute that defines the time that it takes to paste a heart surgeon. Paste a heart surgeon. <laughs> I think there might be a misspelling in there somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that one. I think it's paste a fart surgeon, and that's actually <laughs> that's self-flagellation <laughs> surgery. That's self-flagellation. But I think you bring up a good point. Let me ask you one other question about this. Then, now that we're talking about the addiction, people that brag about it, what if you make a career out of uh, doing self-help, helping others with your? What do you think? Are you cynical about that at all, or is that no? Good? I think no. it's fine. I'm also not cynical about sobriety. You know, not either. I just don't want to hear about how drunk you were. It doesn't. And the whole thing. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it yeah, it doesn't. Doesn't. I want to hear about how you try to, you know, do uh, tiger analogies that didn't work out while you were drunk. I mean, and a tiger is trying to do drunk. One analogies. too many tiger analogies, and I had to stop drinking. I I feel like though it is a thing where it's like yeah, I just I think people just shouldn't assume so much about knowing how to live their life correctly. I don't think anybody has it really figured mm-hmm. out. You know. Mm-hmm. This guy, somebody who says they're sober will then go home and verbally abuse their girlfriend for an hour and a half or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's just a different thing. I think just like you shouldn't go up to somebody and go, you know, they say, oh, would you like a drink? You shouldn't be like, no, thanks. I've been drinking all day, actually. I'm always drunk. Yeah. So I don't need your drinks. That's the analogy we were looking for. No, it's and a then tiger. And get on a, a tiger. tiger. Yeah, yeah. Then get on, on a tiger, tiger and ride away. I already, I'm drunk enough to have showed up on a tiger, aren't I, Ev? <laughs> you know, I also don't want to hear somebody saying, uh, actually, I'm I'm sober. I'm actually sober. It's just, it's yeah. mean to be mean to people about how you've, you're living better than they yeah. are. Well, I don't like it when celebrities go on talk shows and they talk about how brave 
they are to have kicked a cocaine habit. It's like, what about the thousands of other celebrities or people that were brave enough to not get hooked in the first place? I don't, I don't see how you were such do a cocaine. brave, yeah, like how brave that was to be able to, it really bothers me. And that's been going on for years. And that's a celebrity worship thing, though, too. I mean, it's, yeah. we just love sort of giving celebrities incredible accolades, much more accolades than they deserve yeah. for what it is that they're doing. Yeah, but, but there's really two reasons. We've talked about this on a previous podcast, but, you know, there's really two great reasons to, to, to have a drug problem. One, to see if your friends care about you. It's a good way to find out. Right. And number two, these drug rehab places just look glorious, don't they? They got hot tubs and masseuses, and there's large walk-in closets. You can go kayaking if you, can, you have herpes. You, you, you can go a, a, a rock climbing inside a water closet. You can ride a tiger to go and berate someone for not being sober. You can, yeah, you can do whatever you want. So I, I would love to get into those places. Makes me want to be a, a, you know, an addict just to get into some of the drug rehab places. We got to move along, buddy. Let's to, to a section we we didn't get to last time. Now this one is just tentative. It's just a working title, and it's titled a Tweedalize. Yeah. Until they think of a better name for it, this is Tweedalize. And so I'm not going to do it this time. People are like, oh, he just does it every time. I'm not going to, yeah, you. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. So I'm not going to, I don't do yeah, it. Part I don't, of the reason you do it is I never don't laugh at it. Tell it me the things you want to do. I don't like what I think I see. Take it to the streets. Okay. That's a getting tickled in a way that was hurting him. I'm trying to get it to a point where it sounds like. Like a monkey uh, having a, a you full also body enunciate release. less and less. You I know. Start going, <laughs> <laughs> I was That's in, a Salt, Lake. Full body I was in Salt Lake where people were so nice. I met a lot of people that liked the show in Salt Lake. They were so nice, but someone requested the the Tweedalize, and I did it on stage. Really? And I think about uh, you know the, the the six people that were there that enjoy our podcast mm-hmm. really enjoying themselves. The rest of the crowd was was dumbfounded, and they couldn't imagine why you were doing deadened it. the room with that request. It completely sucked the life out of the room. That crowd now it was like a it was like resuscitating uh, someone that had been dead for ten to twelve minutes. Uh, I've been yeah. down that road yeah, for yeah. a couple of years <laughs> with my last lady friend. Tweetalize. T.J. Miller writes: uh, When people say I love her, but marriage is a lot of work. Quote, a lot of work is often code for, quote, constantly a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, this I don't is know. This our why. Valentine's Day special. It is, it is. I, I do, I, I wonder about that. I wonder how many people. A lot of work. When you say, oh, it's really challenging, but it's very rewarding. I wonder how many people are really thinking that it's truly rewarding. It feels like in marriage, once you're married, rather than saying, like, oh, she's such a pain in the ass, you just feel like, well, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. No. Um, Which I understand, and it is a lot of work. A relationship is really, really hard work. You know, you gotta you gotta constantly embalm the person every two to three weeks. You've got to keep them on ice or in a cool enough area where their flesh doesn't start to rot. That you, sort uh, of thing. I'll tell you why it's work. It's it's work is where the opposite sex. I I, I do at times envy. Uh, um, yeah, homosexual, homosexual uh, women. human beings, women, men, tigers, t- homosexual tigers, tigers, pumping against homosexual other tiger trainers, uh, like Siegfried and Roy. Sometimes I, I envy yeah, them. I heard because Roy they have the same. Here's the thing: when you have the same body parts, you have the same needs. For example, 
one difficult thing about living with someone and the work that goes in a relationship is we don't get cold at the same time or hot at the same time. We can't keep our temperatures right. We can't. As a species, we're trying to live with people <laughs> that have different body parts. The car it's is insane. the worst one. It's not working. How we live time? with a different species of person. They're not even... They have breasts, for God's sake. They have an indentation where our penis is. It doesn't make sense. They get cold. They have different fat levels. They have different amounts of hair on their bodies. How much time do you it's think ludicrous that we're trying to do this. How much time do you think you've spent in a car adjusting temperature or talking about, you know, it's too hot. Well, it's, yeah. It's, I think it's fine. It's a little cold, yeah. actually. We can't get our temperatures hours, right. Hours How are we and supposed hours. to get all match your intensity? Hours. The indentation where their penis should be. <laughs> Is ridiculous. You're you're jacking around with this long dong. There's supposed to be an indentation there, so that if you hit the corner of a table with your crotch, it's okay. You just rest on the corner for a bit. There should be a penis there. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. We only have so many holes. You can't add another hole. That is every time. Saying, every time a girl takes out her pants, I'm like, there should be a penis there. What is going on? Of course it's hard. Of course we don't get along. I mean, look, we've all had roommates. We've all had roommates, right? That are male. Right. And it's easy. It's not that hard. It's hard because we're living with the opposite sex. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, so, that's I think ultimately a lot why to be said for homosexuality. There's so much comedy about um, the difference in the sexes, and there's so much music about love and heartache and having a difficult time. And it is. It's these. You know, it's it's really weird to try and be in a equal relationship in modern life with a person who is so different from you that the needs are so different that you want this and they want that and you're supposed to figure out how to find a halfway point because both of you are terrified of dying alone yeah that's why it that 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 is what that is the reason for it we team up now i will say this teams don't always get along you you could say you're putting a team together when you put a family together yeah and teams don't always get along. No, they, they fight. They, they do. They it's fight. It's over in the tigers. You now, sometimes the tigers there's a tiger. Head. Sometimes tigers don't get along in the clubhouse. But a team doesn't always get along, right? Um, but the team needs a leader, and that's the other problem. Sometimes these, because we're opposite sexes, we don't realize there's a lead. There still has to be a leader. There still has to be a big toe. Uh, my dad has dead, to be a big toe. My dead ex-wife Prudy would would she would be so she would say this is so misogynistic. Because she knows it's misogynistic. True. You're not, well, you're not you're not talking about uh, misogynistic. That's when you sort of need someone's shoulders while you tell them that they should be making seventy five cents for your every dollar. <laughs> it's a little Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure what that was. Well, it I, certainly didn't sound at all like him. But well, it, it, it started to sound like oh, oh, Howard oh, the oh, Duck here. What oh. is it? <laughs> Howard, yeah, there it is. Oh. Howard the Duck here. Oh, oh, they tried to. <laughs> Not, not Howard the Duck. Uh, not you know Johnny what? Triscuit Hurlebutton wasn't on death. Actually, he can only do impressions of TJ. Uh, you, know, you know that it is. You're saying there needs to be a leader. Even my parents would probably agree that you have to sort of shuttle that responsibility back and forth. You know, sometimes you have to be the leader. Sometimes the other person has to be the leader. You know, and I, I think you know sometimes yeah, you have to my, delegate, my but- family. You know, people that I've 
really just one person I've dated has sort of accused my father of being a bit misogynistic. And it's like, no, I think there are different family systems. And sometimes, yeah, the, the guy needs to take charge. And uh, sometimes the girl is the one who kind of needs to take charge. But one of you sort of has to kind of take charge. I would agree with that. Somebody sort of has to act as a leader. It's a team. Teams don't get all, uh, along all the time. But if teams, that, that's, if teams had temperature problems, I still go back to that. If they could not, how are we supposed to get along if we can't even get the temperatures right? That's just the tip of the iceberg. Can you imagine they all huddle around the quarterback and he's like, yeah. okay, guys, we got to go. And the, 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 his offensive line is like, I, I'm so cold. Are you cold, Jerry? <laughs> exactly. no, I'm hot. Yeah. I got to get out of these shoulder pads yeah. and into a, put on a dry a martini. Yeah, I'm going to put on a different type of uniform so I can stay cooler than you. I'm like, well, how am I going to know you're on my team? I'm not going to recognize you. I don't give a shit. Rick, gonna- Rick, I'm so, I'm so sorry to interrupt your uh, quarterback speech. I, my feet are killing me. These are new shoes. I'm trying to break them in. <laughs> Rick, please, can I just take a moment? Can we? Do we have to play right away? <laughs> we're going to move it along, buddy. Uh, we're going to move it along to Tiny Opinions. Oh, here's my Tiny Opinion. Valentine's Day. Yeah? Valentine's Day edition? Is a corporate holiday. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have Tiny Opinions. Buddy, that's a mountain of an opinion. That's it. I don't think it's. That. I, think, I, yeah. I don't think most people disagree. It's a carpet holiday, it is, and that's okay. So is Sweetest Day. Yeah, but is it so bad that corporations are making us appreciate the ones we're with? I mean, you know, you rarely hear anybody saying, "God, you know, I just can't." I, I'm, I'm spending too much time appreciating my girlfriend. Yeah, I think it's a good one. I just sit around yeah. all day long, and I'm buying. Her, I, I bought her roses. I say, I say, I bought her twenty five out of thirty days. I bought her roses last month. Yeah, and then here comes Valentine's Day. It's like, oh, good, we don't know. <laughs> I don't have anybody left. I don't have any more shekels. I spent them all on roses <laughs> for twenty five of the last thirty days. Yeah, now I something positive comes out of it. And one thing that is is not happening is I think movies are getting less romantic. And I wanted to talk about this. This is my tiny opinion. I, I understand realism. I understand all that. But I don't need to see women sitting on the toilet on their iPad talking to their lover during a movie. And I don't want to this see people talking uh, while they're brushing their teeth anymore. I don't want to see it. I understand that happens. I don't go to the movie to see people shitting and talking to each other <laughs> while they brush their teeth. I just, I understand that's real. I certainly go, hey, go see a movie with all three of those yeah, things at the same, same time. time. They're shitting that's, in dueling toilets. Yeah. Brushing your teeth on the tupper no, chitter? Yeah. And, 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 uh, you know, and and spewing obscenities at each other at the same time. I don't need that. I understand. Oh, that's kitchen sink realism. We'll say that I already have that in my real life. I have kitchen sink yeah. realism. I have a I'm kitchen sink to, in my. Real I have a life. kitchen sink inside my realism. If your closet has a kitchen if sink, if your tiger has someone talking on an iPad <laughs> while they're shitting and brushing their teeth, your tiger is the you've... death rattle of Jed Apatow's writing career. <laughs> I. I'm not talking about him in particular. I'm just saying that movies get more and more. You get this raw realism for the romantic comedies now. And I, I don't need to see that. What do you think? You with me? <laughs> oh, no. Gosh, I love you so much because you speak your mind. And this whole time we've been recording, I have been shitting. And using my iPad, and you haven't mentioned it at all. That's why I love you. Hey, buddy. We agree about stuff. That's why we're here today. 
because we, we you like pina coladas just like I do. You know, I like getting uh, I like getting in the rain, but not getting caught in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like going out into it inside the rain. I don't want anybody. I don't want to be out there enjoying the rain, throwing my arms behind me, sort of turning in a circle. You know, looking up into the sky, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption style. I don't like doing that and having somebody come out and go, "Hey, do you like?" Being in the rain right now? You caught me. I don't like that. We're going to finish up with maskers. Why not? Because we didn't get to that last week. We didn't get to it last week. Let's go to maskers. Like 85% of superheroes, this is maskers. Hey, um, come check me out. I'm going to be in Ogden uh, at the uh, Wise Guys. Uh, Check that out. And and also, if you guys... if you. Just just buy my comedy special. It's five dollars now downloaded for a you guys limited time. Only. It. Have fun. Just, just, just limited to your lifetime. You just can't buy it download off my it website. You're dead. Just ask uh, yeah. Prudy. Yeah, you can. Just just buy it. Put it in your closet for God's sake. Uh, it's it's you can download it now, or I'll sign one and send one to you for a little bit more money. But uh, thank you for the people that have bought them. But for God's sake, support. Uh, uh, support the arts. Jesus Christ! Get you, off the toilet. Stop brushing your teeth. Quit talking to people on ride on the your tiger iPads. over to your iPad. Uh, I I'm going to be in Traverse City, Michigan, uh, in February. Stop bragging, Jesus! I can't stop. 15th, 16th, and then uh, I will be. Uh, you know, then that's it. I'm giving up on the whole thing. That's it. That's your so, final show. No, I'm going to be in the at the Appleton Skyline Comedy Cafe. Uh, love that place. April 11th, 12th, and 13th. That's going to be a really fun time. Come out and I see that. that. I love that place. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you can always buy my comedy special on Cash's site. It's called uh, Crowd Control. <laughs> it's called Crowd Control. You download it for $5. It's got a lot of TJ on there. Uh, but um, TJ Miller, uh, it's so good to have you, Thank you on the show. And we've got a couple good ones here. Like Meister. Uh, writes, if genital sores were called sex acne, would they be more accepted by society? And that's just the point. That's, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying all it is is a little pimple on your peeping. It's fine. Don't feel any shame over it. Yeah, Appreciate I, it, Mike. I, Appreciate you telling us that. That's it. Yeah. No, I just, I agree. I just wanted, I, that's oh, exactly I, what I've been saying. I agree, too. I mean, I, I think... Um I got another one. You want you, while you're looking? Yeah, Allegra, uh, oh, do you want to do yours? Well, I was going to. No, I don't right. even want to do mine. I just I was going to say I think anything renamed. You know, a lot of what's in a name. I'd say everything. Yeah. You know, um, the brutal rape of a giraffe mm-hmm. uh, sounds much worse than uh, doing a dirty a little bit too hurdy <laughs> on a giraffe. <laughs> a giraffe. I like you added that too. That's true. How you say things changes people's perception of them. And I don't think that a little pimple on the pee-pee should be called a uh, venereal disease. I don't think it should be called venereal disease. I think you should, it should be a pimple on the pee-pee, yeah. even if it's a woman. Yeah, that should be a, called. Uh, a little a little pimp on the indent. <laughs> pimp on the indent. That sounds kind of sinister. Uh <laughs> Let me, do you mind if I remind you? Yeah, do, do one. Magnifus epic and mod. Smurfin, maskers, <laughs> little me, LOL. Hashtag love them. Uh, and then Instagram. And, you know, this is just a picture of Smurf masks. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong. This doesn't have anything to do with masks. Doesn't matter what language you talk about it in. 
This guy, Nicholas Stefan, that was Pinier, J-Bex underscore. Uh, Bjorn Yagerin, not even a real name, writes, Man master lis not TJ Miller, och Hans Helmupiga podcast. Maskers. What the hell are you talking about? All right, read one of yours. <laughs> you people, check out Goreburger. Uh, Adam J. Coy, uh, at Adam J. Coy writes, uh, I have a childhood friend who is now in the illegal drug trades. Should I hang out with him? You know what? It's a good thing to be in the trades no matter what. If it's the Hollywood <laughs> trades, trade wins. the illegal trades. <laughs> the trades wins. If the illegal drug trades. They obviously got a variety of cocaine. So they're in trading the, drugs. Uh, Hollywood snororter. Trades. <laughs> the old jokes. Yeah, you want to. You definitely want to. Uh, you want to congratulate them. I mean, that's ex- that means something. When your name is in the illegal drug trades, that means you're really making a career in the illegal. It's like drug a drug magazine, business. isn't it? Yeah, I think he meant trade. So let's answer that one. What do you think? Trade. What do you? He, this. He has a friend who's uh, dealing drugs. Should they be friends? I think so. Well, yeah, you never know when you might need those drugs later. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with it, it's. I think you should as long think about, as it's not dangerous to you. Yeah, who is the person? Is he is he a good friend of yours? Can you trust him? Do you think he's going to be able to do it without getting into trouble? He may he may also ease out of that era and it'll be right, good it to might stay be a phase. And that was a practical living. I think you, you hang on to your friends because eras change. He may be your best buddy later. Uh, you know, yeah. he'll probably write a self help book after his rehab stint. Right. And be on Oprah's couch before you know it. Right. And then you might want to be friends with him because they'll have free tickets to the Justin Bieber concert. I love free tickets. Yeah. I hate Justin Bieber. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, if you think you should tell him that he needs to quit doing drugs and you don't feel like you can, that might be a situation you need to walk away from. Yeah. But if you think he's dealing drugs and you think he knows what he's doing and he's going to be safe and he knows the risks, then that's his choice. I don't know. How, how, also, how old is this person? I don't know. Does I, it say? I didn't get a real feel for that. Read it again. Uh, I have a childhood friend who is now in the illegal drug trade. Okay. Should I hang out with him? Okay, so first of all, it's the illegal drug trade. I was trying that's to save him from now, being mocked. So I know how it feels. The illegal drug trades <laughs> uh, would imply that it's a kid, but he's seeing a childhood friend. Yeah. So he's probably older than childhood. Yeah. I'm taking a wild stab in saying that you are 18 years old. Adam J. Coy? Yeah, it's, that's actually Co. Joe Coy's Adam J. younger Co. brother. Yeah. Co. Uh, it's K.O. Adam J. Coe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd stop being friends with him. Okay. Let's move on. Last one. Last one. Allegra Pin says, if you caught your partner cheating, would it be better if it was with someone uglier or hotter? Caught your, your significant other cheating? Yeah. Uglier. Of course. You'd never want to walk in and be like, oh, I see why you did that. Exactly. <laughs> That's not the feeling you want to be having. Yeah. You don't want to walk in and your 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 lady friend or guy friend is just having sex with a model passionately in a way where you can tell they're having their first <laughs> orgasm of their life. You don't want to do that. You want to walk in and see him with an ugly old donkey. A donkey? And you go, well, not a literal donkey, a no, tiger. I'm, but you that, walk in and you see that ugly old donk and you want to go, well, good luck. You guys have fun. I can't tell which is his face and which is his ass. Or if his ass is an indent and he's a woman with her pussy where her face should be. 
I you want to see, and you also you want you don't even want to be you want to see anal. What is it called when they touch anuses? I, I have to look that up. That's, uh, a, you know, that's a that's a full. That's my kiss. favorite. No, there's a word for it. It's called anus. It's it's you came up with a analingus. Anal Frenching? No. Here's Snacks. Snacks is a, a sex with a snow person. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not more organized. Well, but there is, it, in the meantime, keep looking for it. Shea Whitaker asks, "Is John's Manville a good name for a gay dance club?" No, it's not. Here's why: John's Manville. You don't have apostrophe on it. It's just J O H N Manville. It should be John Manville's, or just. John Manville. But John's Manville is so weird. When you walk in, you're like, where's John? Is this his Manville? Yeah. Very is this strange. a villa filled with men? A villa filla with men? Yeah. When you when you touch uh, anuses, which is a, a way of, <laughs> of, of, uh, of having sex, which, which really pleases TJ. He, he thinks that's funny. So do I. I think if you can touch uh, your it's, anus it's known, it's, to it's, another anus... It's the most beautiful union between it's, a man and a woman who has an intent yeah. where her okay, wee-wee so should be. It doesn't be. really make any difference if she's uglier or better looking than you, uh, whoever's cheating on you, know, the person. Because if they're, if they're doing so, what's known as a squanus or an anus squared, a squanus. That's what squ- a squanus is a kiss to kiss with anuses. Yeah, yeah. An, uh, an anus inside an anus is called an anus squared or a squanus. There's two words for it. A squanus, or what about a, 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 a what if it's called a. We already have two. <laughs> we, maybe we should have an entire cash raises just on this. Should it be topic. a canus? I, I like the image of two puckering anuses kissing. <laughs> So I, to me, it's still the that kiss is a, of two anuses. That is how we're going to wrap things up. That is a Valentine's Day image. <laughs> yeah, not just to the squanus. Not just the squanus, but the actual... The, right before the, the point of contact, as the spread asses are close to each other, the two anuses pucker up, actually going out, almost like they're about to defecate the very first yeah, stages. That but they're is, not. There's no defecation, because that's, that's ass-frenching. That is the ideal way. Ass-frenching, the ideal Deal way to end the with Valentine's your, Day with your bowel movement tongues. <laughs> <laughs> so they just fuck her up, give a little, and that is that's a that's a good Valentine's Day. And that's day. a show. And right that's there. a perfect match. Now leaving nerdist.com.